0: Welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, (laughs) Season 4, Episode 1. And this is still your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibble.
1: And I'm Ethan Sareski, And, uh, dog. Cat. Nope. Dog. Woof dog 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 cat dog cat dog cat mouse dog cat mouse froggies froggies little green froggies love to eat spiders okay ethan we've got a great episode
0: ahead of us today uh why don't you tell these guys about the premise
1: well as always on an episode of Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fred Hour, and a season opener, a season premiere even. Mm. One of us, Shibble this week, has done extensive research on a ghost, ghoul, goblin, demon, or in this case, a leprechaun. (laughs) Oi-cha-choi-cha-choi. One of the few accents left to us. Yeah, Um,
0: still got that one in the back.
1: We do, and <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't do it like you. you you're amazing. And the other of us, uh, me, has done absolutely no research. And I, I just, I, I, I just bring what I already know about lep- uh, leprechauns, which is actually not much. Yeah. I, um, I'm not Irish. I, I, uh, I know Shibble. Um, that's the closest I get to being Irish. I and, am in uh, no way Irish. I. That's. <laughs> That's what I, that's my point. And, um, I, 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 I'm here to learn. I'm here to be the audience surrogate and ask the questions you guys want answered.
0: Well, when I say to you, leprechaun, you say you don't know much, but what do you see in your mind's eye when you picture a leprechaun? If you had to guess what's a leprechaun,
1: when you say leprechaun, I'm just going to, the first thing that hits me here, it's a pastry goblin. That makes cookies in a tree. Oh, you're thinking of Keebler elves? No, no, I mean like the canopy people, like avatars, but they're real, they're small. Okay. And they make cookies. That sounds great. What were you saying? What were you saying?
0: I was saying Keebler elves.
1: Yes, that's it.
0: Yes. No, the Keebler elves, similar but
1: distinct. Okay, let me try again. Let me try again. I apologize.
0: Okay, guess number
1: two a leprechaun. Is the most dominant women's college basketball program in the history of the country?
0: Uh, no, that's the Yukon. Yukon
1: Lady Huskies. Yukon. Similar. So it's, you know what? It's the, edema, it's the word.
0: Yeah, they both have the same root.
1: Yeah, the same root. <laughs> Lepra.
0: Yeah, meaning dominant. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I had a joke and I kept it in.
0: Well, do you have any other, uh, any other guesses? Yeah, yeah. I do. All I right.
1: actually, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm playing around a bit. I know what a leprechaun is. Um, yeah. a leprechaun is a mustachioed postman from Ireland wearing <laughs> a black velvet choker around his neck under his uniform. He drives his delivery van around and peeps in the windows of scantily clad women, but only ones who don't say thank you when another woman holds the door for them.
0: Well, that one is probably your closest cause he at least got to Ireland. Uh, do you have any final guesses?
1: Yes, my real answer, the right one. It's not even a guess. They're magical little people in Ireland, who make cereal, have gold, and shoe fetishes. All right,
0: you're very close. You are very close, and I think we all have some sort of working familiarity with leprechauns. They're definitely a, our most pop culturally uh, center fantastical creature that we've done. I want to say.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, these are this is this is like a. As opposed to Dracula. This is like vampires. This is a category.
0: Yeah. Well, and uh, I wanted to explain to you and the audience what the Leprechaun is by way of narrative fiction, as is our tradition. In story time, our number one segment beloved around the country, everywhere I go, people are chanting out story time, story time.
1: It's hard to go through malls with him. It's really, it's tough. It's true, but because malls are always crowded anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, and all the all the mall goers, all the teens at the Hot Topic, they're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> is that Uncle Monster?" Uh, <laughs> and I so I say, "No, the show is Uncle Monster. Uh, neither of us are Uncle Monster. We're both the hosts. Uncle Monster is the the guy who owns the recording studio." <laughs> uh, but so. What we've been doing lately over on the Patreon for people who aren't subscribers uh, is uh, we've been reviewing every film from the Leprechaun franchise. And we had gotten up to volume uh, three, Leprechaun in Vegas. <laughs> and uh, we decided, or I proposed, that I could write a Leprechaun movie. I had a great idea for a Leprechaun. Now that I Lep- think
1: I told you that I, w- I think you could write the next Leprechaun better than... Any, any of these sequels.
0: And I said, well, I'll give it a shot. And so here is my pitch for Leprechaun,
1: uh,
0: a Leprechaun movie. And I believe
1: it was also influenced by a bit of conversation about Anaconda.
0: Yeah, there was, uh, you know, we, we workshopped some of the ideas during our bonus episode. And we also, you know, I took some of those ones that I could remember. I came up with some fresh ones. And I've got here... What's going to make for a very long story time. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you sit back and relax and picture in your mind's eye the great villain of the silver screen, Warwick Davis, running around because it's story time.
1: It's story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time! Story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story, story time! time leprechaun (laughs) mating
0: season (laughs) we open on ireland king arthur and his squire bring their boat ashore arthur explains to the lad that he believes there may be clues on the emerald isle that may lead him to the holy grail the squire says he's heard tales that this is uh, that there is magic in Ireland, older than the Grail itself, as he looks around nervously. Arthur laughs him off and explains that Merlin has provided the means for them to protect themselves before producing a clay wine bottle. That old wizard has provided us with all we shall need, he says. <laughs> They're not alone, however. In the trees, they are watched by an unseen observer. A sudden arc of lightning nearly strikes down Arthur and his squire as they stop dead in their tracks. The source of the lightning appears from behind a gnarled old oak. It is Bilby the Leprechaun, (laughs) and he covets King Arthur's golden crown. A battle ensues, and the Leprechaun's magics are many. Arthur, having no choice, opens the clay bottle. But instead of a potion inside, it contains a vacuum that sucks the leprechaun and his pot of gold into the bottle. Arthur replaces the cork and tosses the bottle into the ocean. He marches with his squire back to the boat, saying no English king should ever again come to Ireland. Cut <laughs> to now on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Beautiful men and women are having fun in the sun. Among them are five co-eds, that have rented a beach house, or or that are checking into their family's beach house for the summer. As they move in, we meet Brad, handsome and popular, the captain of the baseball team with a baseball bat slung over his shoulder. (laughs) Tammy, Brad's beautiful girlfriend. Turbo, the original bad boy. (laughs) Janine, Turbo's good time gal with a thick Jersey accent. And PJ, Tammy's nerdy brother. They load suitcases and cases of beer and make plans to hit the beach. Turbo gently teases PJ about getting him laid. After all, buddy, it's summertime at the shore. It's mating season. (laughs) Meanwhile, a drunken fisherman finds the clay bottle bobbing in the surf. He pops it open, hoping to find a bit of drink inside. But instead, out pops Bilby the Leprechaun. (laughs) As he pops out, a gold coin falls out of his pot of gold, and the fisherman picks it up. Bilby explains that he'll grant a wish if he gets the coin back. The fisherman wishes for a nice, big drink. And so the Leprechaun magically compels him to start drinking ocean water. The fisherman drinks so much that he bursts... Seawater and guts flying everywhere. Leprechaun picks up his coin and takes the helm. Back at the house, the crew makes plans to hit the boardwalk that night. Turbo reveals that he has a new gold rope chain he is anxious to show off. <laughs> but Janine doesn't want any competition. Brad and Tammy promised PJ he'll have a fun time and it will help him forget about being catfished recently by a scammer claiming to be an anime voice actress. <laughs> Leprechaun brings the boat to shore. As he walks up to the beach, the sun begins to set, but there's still plenty of beautiful women in bikinis populating the sand. Hey, he says, this is my kind of place. Tell me, what land is this? Hey, you're in Jersey, forget about it, a muscular beach goer says. I love it, says Bilby, skipping towards the boardwalk. Meanwhile, our co-eds are piling out of a topless red Jeep Wrangler, parking right next to the boardwalk. They split up, Turbo to make out with Janine while taking belts from a flask. Come on, babe, I'll win you a teddy bear. Brad says to Tammy, taking her by the hand. You know, statistically, a lot of these games are actually rigged, says PJ as he tags behind. (laughs) Under the boardwalk, the leprechaun is burying his pot of gold for safekeeping. He then spies Turbo and Janine drinking and making out. Bilby smells that it's whiskey in their flask. (laughs) As Turbo and Janine roll in the sand, the lep crawls towards the flask. He grabs it and quickly drinks it Dies. Is that a motherfucking leprechaun? Says Turbo. (laughs) Leprechaun thanks him for the drink. Turbo won't stand for being disrespected and starts making fun of the leprechaun's clothes. The leprechaun takes umbrage and leaps at Turbo, locking his jaws as he bites deep into his thigh. Janine runs off, topless, screaming for help. (laughs) Maybe topless? That's to be decided. Turbo rips the leprechaun off of his leg, and the two begin to wrestle. Janine grabs a police officer and drags him back to the Donnybrook. The leprechaun now has Turbo uh, in full mount, raining punches down on his face. The cop runs up, pistol drawn, and yells, freeze! The leprechaun raises his hands and yells, don't shoot! The cop immediately blows his head off. A fountain of blood shoots from his neck. Turbo screams, and a lot of green, dark blood gets in his mouth. He tosses the leprechaun's body off of him and runs off into the night with Janine, both of them screaming. The cop slowly approaches the leprechaun's body. Leprechaun's head rapidly regrows, as if by magic. He stands and delivers this limerick to the stupefied law enforcement officer. I once met a cop with a gun, who tried to interrupt me fun. I said, don't shoot, but he didn't give a hoot, so now I'll kill that bitch's son. The cop tries to radio for backup, but before he can complete the call, the leprechaun rips the gun out of his hand and shoves it up his ass. He fires, and a bullet flies out of the cop's forehead. (laughs) Turbo and Janine find the others on the boardwalk. While everyone expresses skepticism about Turbo's story of being attacked by a leprechaun, PJ seems into it. They decide to head home and call it a night. As they pile into the jeep, the leprechaun emerges from beneath the boardwalk. Time slows down as he's enraptured by Tammy's beauty. Her long, blonde hair, as beautiful as gold itself, amongst her many other fine... Assets. (laughs) They pull away. Bilby, afraid they will escape, steals a skateboard from a local teen and gives chase. He monologues his plan to woo his object of desire with a display of strength, killing all her friends. (laughs) Back at the house, they help Turbo limp back inside. PJ keeps asking questions about the leprechaun. Did he have his pot of gold with him? He reads from his cell phone, leprechaun factoids, pot of gold, grants wishes, mystical powers, mischievous troublemakers, weak to cold iron, these sorts of things. Turbo is looking ill. And his leprechaun bite is looking infected and nasty. Brad and Tammy sit on the porch, taking a breather from all this craziness, trying to decide if they believe Turbo. The leprechaun rolls up and spies on them from the bushes. Meanwhile... PJ has gone into the garage and grabbed a metal detector. He's going after that gold. Janine is uh, helping Turbo out with his wound. As she pours rubbing alcohol on there, Turbo blurts out, Faith and Begora! in In pain. <laughs> his hair is starting to get shaggy and red, and his features appear more elfin. PJ runs out of the house, metal detector in hand, past Brad and Tammy. The leprechaun, meanwhile, magics himself up a cool suit and a bouquet of flowers. Lass, I've come a courtin," he tells Tammy, while completely ignoring Brad. Brad tells him to back off and gives him a shove. The leprechaun then transmogrifies the bouquet of flowers into a handful of snakes and throws them at Brad. Tammy screams and they both run into the house. Brad has a bunch of venomous snakes hanging from his face by their fangs. He collapses to the ground, dead in the living room on the living room floor. Turbo and Janine come out of the bathroom to find their friend lying prostrate. Turbo looks like shit. He looks out the window and sees the leprechaun out there waving at him before snapping his fingers and disappearing. It's that motherfucking Leprechaun. aye cha choo cha Turbo says. <laughs> Meanwhile, PJ has made it over to the boardwalk and is using the metal detector in an attempt to find the Leprechaun's gold. Instead, he finds the dead police officer. Whoa, something tells me I'm on the right track, he says. <laughs> Back at the house, Janine is comforting Tammy, Turbo looks very much like the leprechaun now. They try to figure out what to do, and they remember PJ talking about being vulner- uh, the leprechaun being vulnerable to cold iron. Tammy suggests digging through her dad's old toolbox in the closet. Janine starts pulling things out and handing them to Turbo. When she hands him a handful of decorative cold iron nails, he drops them with a shout. Just then, the leprechaun bursts through the back door, I AM (laughs) HOME! Back under the boardwalk, the metal detector is going off. Uh, PJ starts digging and finds Bilby's gold. He picks up a piece, closes his eyes, and says, I wish I had magical powers, like the leprechaun! And the pot of gold begins to emit an eerie green glow. Back at the house, Janine has a handful of nails in between her fingers in the classic car keys for self-defense grip. (laughs) Turbo is moaning in pain. He is at the most difficult phase of his transition. Bring it on, small fry, says Janine. But the leprechaun telekinetically throws her across the room. He approaches Tammy, romance in his eyes. I can tell you're not like those other bitches. Come with me, and you'll drown in riches. He snaps his fingers, and she's dressed in finery, covered in expensive, gaudy jewelry. He doesn't notice that she's hiding one of the nails behind her back. She feigns interest and even kisses him before stabbing him in the neck with the nail. He screams as it sizzles in his neck. Tammy runs off, grabbing Janine. As Bilby is about to give chase, Turbo leaps to his feet. He has gone full leprechaun. He is speaking in a full Irish brogue, and his outfit is all green. Bilby is not intimidated and is ready to rumble. But then, PJ bursts in. He is also a leprechaun. (laughs) A magical battle ensues between the three leprechauns. Their magic has them flying around the room, bolts of lightning, kitchen knives getting flung by telekinetic powers. But it appears Bilby, the original leprechaun, has the advantage of experience. He soon has his opponents on the ropes. Just when he's about to land, the killing blows, Tammy reappears. She pleads for mercy, saying that she will go with him willingly if he just spares her friends. When he approaches Janine kicks open another door. She's attached the remaining wrought iron nails to Brad's baseball bat. She proceeds to beat the leprechaun to death with it. (laughs) With his last gasp, Janine drives the bat into his face, crushing his skull. He melts into a pool of slime. Turbo and PJ return to normal. With the leprechaun gone, His magic is disappearing too, PJ assumes. Matt coughs and gets up from the floor, groaning, oh, my head. Tammy embraces him. Turbo kisses Janine and then puts his arm around PJ's shoulder. You know what, PJ? You're all right with me. PJ takes a gold coin out of his pocket and flips it into the air. Roll credits.
1: Amazing. Leprechaun mating season. season. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Wrote that in three days. It's not a matter of w- will they make it. It's a matter of will they hear this. Because if they do, it's getting made.
0: Yeah, this is the perfect pitch for the next Leprechaun movie. In my opinion, it's already better than one and two.
1: It's better than all of them put together. Yeah, it's better
0: than three. Yeah, we'll see what the remaining franchise is like. But this, I think, is... A yeah, we haven't
1: might. gotten to the hood yet, to be fair.
0: No, to be fair, we haven't gotten to hood or space.
1: So we'll <laughs> yeah. see.
0: Uh, but I think Leprechaun mating season, a.k.a. Leprechaun on the Jersey Shore, is <laughs> where it needs to go.
1: Do you think... I, I mean, I like your version. I'm just saying... One could make an argument that if you actually got the cast of the Jersey Shore as the characters.
0: I think I would rather have them be uh, in a cameo because, first of all, I don't think they and really have the them get killed. Chops. Uh, maybe have one of them killed, but even just have one of them being the guy on the shore that's like, welcome to Jersey. Forget about it. You have that right. being the situation. You're perfect.
1: Not the situation. He's awful. I'd rather have it be Snooki. I like her.
0: Yeah, you could have any of them. It'd be fantastic.
1: Okay, good. That's all I need. Well, a cameo. I'll take that. Yeah. I love PJ.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's a complicated character. I,
1: yeah. can, I think we should do a bonus episode about talking about that because I could go on right now and I think we should get past it because I, I could go on literally for an hour.
0: Well, instead, we'll go on to... What are leprechauns?
1: Well, you want to stop for some facts? Because that was for a while. You know, we went for a while. Yeah, yeah. Let's
0: get some facts in here. What kind Um, of facts we got this week?
1: In your leprechaun voice, because you know it's always a new leprechaun, could I get Shibbly Winks Presents Lucky Charms facts?
0: Shibbly Winks Presents Lucky Charms facts.
1: Lucky Charms were inspired by Circus Peanuts. Mm. The cereal's creator was experimenting with Cheerios and chopped up bits of orange marshmallow peanuts, the developer's favorite candy, Thank inventing you. the first version of Lucky Charms. The original also contained unfrosted oat pieces, much like Cheerios, until the late 60s. Mm,
0: yeah, that sounds like it'd be better balanced.
1: Yeah, I mean, that isn't that, that, I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah, you fan of Circus Peanuts?
1: <clears throat> no, not at all. Tastes,
0: I, I love them. I,
1: yeah. Anyway, uh, you know what? I wasn't allowed to have them, so I kind of developed a, a like a rationalizing uh, aversion. You know, like oh, I can't have them; they must not be good.
0: So, w- were there other candies you weren't allowed to have, or was it just circus peanuts?
1: Um, cotton candy, I wasn't allowed to have.
0: Okay, because they're just too pure sugar.
1: Yeah, the uh, you know, same thing with um, the dip fun, the dip sticks, fun dip. Yeah, and uh, pixie sticks.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's hard to deny that pixie sticks are. Pure sugar, although they also are an equal part vitamin C, is my understanding.
1: Is that right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got ascorbic acid, in them, which I think they got
1: to be good for hangovers. Uh, Lucky was briefly replaced in 1975. Oh, okay. With for a brief, weird moment, uh, Lucky the Leprechaun was impeached from mascot office. General okay. Mills tested out Waldo the Wizard, mm. a forgetful. A forgetful sorcerer who misplaced his lucky charms in every commercial and used the catchphrase Iblede Dibble Delicious.
0: This guy sounds great. Bring him back.
1: You want to try it's fun to say.
0: Iblede Dibble Delicious.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't I mean Is he, he also I don't even Irish? think he was Irish.
0: Yeah. Well, he could be. Who says uh, wizards can't be Irish?
1: He was, uh, they can certainly be Irish in the Triwizard Tournament, I believe one was. Uh, Waldo was, that's a Harry Potter reference. No,
0: I, I got it.
1: Waldo was a helpful but scatterbrained magician who graced Lucky Charms boxes for only a matter of months when Lucky was thought not to be friendly enough.
0: Well, he is always running away with children's cereal.
1: Yeah, he does, he steals.
0: All right, Or does he hoard? Because it, he 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 isn't taking Lucky Charms away. You're saying he's saying you're not gonna get me Lucky Charms. Not I. But I think he. Lucky
1: Charms. I think all Lucky Charms in his head are his. Like all gold is, you know, leprechauns want it's all true. gold.
0: Lucky is to Lucky Charms. <clears throat> your average leprechaun is to
1: gold. Right. Uh, Lucky used to have quite the green thumb. Mm. In the early eighties. Jacket
0: and pants. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And gold belt buckles. In the early 80s, kids could send away for Lucky's farming kit Mm. and grow their own crops. Well, that (laughs) sounds bad. Well, Lucky, (laughs) it sounds awful, is primarily associated with St. Patrick's Day. For a couple years in the 90s, kids could send, or 80s, it says, kids could send in their box tops from cartons with special edition green tree marshmallows to receive a free Christmas tree seedling.
0: Well, Would you
1: want that? Would you save up your box tops?
0: I mean, I guess it's either that or throw them away. I don't know. Yeah,
1: and that sounds like the better option.
0: Yeah, you know. Hey, if you kids out there, you want to plant a tree,
1: I'm all for it. What about the Jewish kids? A Christmas tree seedling was the prize?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just the type of tree. It's just a coincidence. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Those are your facts, Winks.
0: All right, so let's talk about what are actual leprechauns. Let's hear. Uh, Leprechauns are uh, small, fairy-like creatures from Ireland, uh, often male with beards. Uh, They're known for being mischief makers, shoemakers, and yes, (laughs) they do have gold, pots of gold, at the end of the rainbow. Now, do you want to know the oldest known reference to leprechauns?
1: Is it in Gaelic? Uh,
0: the uh, Yes. It is from a story called Ekstra Fergus Machleti.
1: Oh, that old yarn.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, translating to uh, The Adventures of Fergus, Son of Letty. A story from the 8th century. Uh, Fergus was a legendary king of Ulster. Uh, and, and a legendary king in the same way that like a King Arthur type of character. Oh, I gotcha. Um, and he was alleged to have lived sometime around the year zero. <laughs> um, and he, uh, was, uh, in his story, they're referred to as, uh, leucopain or little bodies. Uh, they're, uh, a type of water sprite. uh,
1: I like that a yeah. water sprite. I didn't associate them with water in any of the lore that I've ever heard.
0: No, no, that that goes back. Uh, so they grab him while he was sleeping, and try and drag him into the sea, uh, but the cold water wakes him up. Can't catch Fergus that easy.
1: Wait, wait. Being dragged by the water sprites didn't wake him up. Like no, all the way to the ocean. No, it was the, the cold the water. You know, it was the cold water.
0: <laughs> he was probably you know, he was pretty sleepy, but you start. You know, dragging someone underwater. That's going to get him.
1: He ought to try a CPAP. Uh,
0: so Fergus uh, captures the, the Lupercanes. And uh, they offer him wishes in exchange for their freedom. <laughs> he wishes for the ability to breathe underwater. They say, sure, we'll give you the ability to breathe underwater. But it won't work in Loch Rudrage. Uh, which is obviously where he decides he needs to go. So he goes swimming in Loch Rage.
1: Lake what? What does monst- that translate to?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think it's just a name. Oh. Okay. Uh, there he finds a monster called uh, uh, the M- Weirdless. <laughs> uh, and it's this monster is so freaky that it permanently contorts King Fergus's face into a horrible mask of fear.
1: Oh, it's like the ring.
0: Yeah, or uh, like uh, that episode of The Twilight Zone where they all have to wear masks and they take them off and their faces is like that. For
1: oh, them. yeah, yeah, great. That's a great reference. That is a great episode. Great episode and reference.
0: Uh, so he's uh, only ba- barely able to escape from uh, the Moorless, uh, but uh, his face is permanently disfigured.
1: <laughs> oh, he lives, <laughs> but he has the mask of fear.
0: Yeah. Now, everyone back at the castle agrees they shouldn't talk to him about it. they all so they hide all the mirrors so to some extent it's not even clear fergus knows what's going on at this point he finds out uh seven years later when a servant girl tells him what's up and he whips her runs back to uh the uh loch loch rage and uh dies in a battle with the dress.
1: What so was he gonna do? Demand it? Fix his face?
0: Who, uh, he just wanted revenge. But oh uh,
1: my god, what a gangster!
0: Seek two graves, you know. Jesus. So that's the first story of leprechauns.
1: They are so, real mischief, uh, mischievous characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. If only. Well, you know, and they tried to keep him out of uh, Loch Rudrage, but maybe they specifically made it that you know taste of forbidden fruit. By, by, like, oh, but whatever you do, don't swim in that lake because you're not going to be water breathing there. And he says, well, that's where I'm going to swim.
1: How did that affect the story, though? It's not like he drowned.
0: No. No. And if I had read the original text, I feel like a lot of this might have made more sense. But also maybe not, because back then, you know, storytelling was still uh, sort of a rudimentary technology. Things might have just not made sense.
1: Yeah, no, it's fine. I like that it doesn't make sense. I'm not complaining. Trust me.
0: But we did uh, learn a couple important things about leprechauns at this point in history from Fergus's story. One, we learned that they'll work in groups because two of them were trying to kidnap King Fergus at once. Good point. Two, they at least at that point were water-based. Three, they will grant wishes, but imperfectly uh for they will try to drown you for no clear reason
1: uh my Yorona.
0: yeah so that that's that's some scary stuff uh but uh they apparently can just be physically defeated in combat and cowed that way but they're so, like
1: happy little murderers
0: yeah they're definitely they're out there and one theory that I read, one folklorist's uh, conception of leprechauns is that they are different from fairies or fae folk or she or whatever you want to call them, uh, because they are actually the the offspring of evil spirits and fairies. Oh, which is why they can sometimes be evil. They can sometimes be nice. They can. They have some weird magical powers, but that's, that what is what makes them distinct.
1: Are they all ugly or just in, are they all portrayed as ugly?
0: Not normally. I think that's mostly coming from the leprechaun film. They're, they're portrayed as small. That's for sure. But mostly they look like little bearded men who wear slightly out of date clothes. That's part of the canon.
1: Well, it depends yeah. when the text is from, doesn't it?
0: Well, no, no, I think no matter when it's from, they're from like clothes from at least 50 years ago. They're just always a step behind. <laughs> uh, and I, also, in the 1800s, did you know that they were not purported to wear green?
1: Oh, What did they wear?
0: They wore all red.
1: What? That's, that's, it just sounds so bizarre.
0: Yeah. Close your eyes and picture a leprechaun dressed all in red.
1: Oh, it's a lot more threatening.
0: It's really weird and fucked up. Like a tomato red hat with the gold buckle on it, tomato red waistcoat. Tomato I don't know whether to take
1: it seriously as a threat or jodhpurs. not.
0: Shodpurs. Uh,
1: and it has a red beard and hair, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it at all. It's a lot of look. Yeah. Uh,
0: so that that's what they said in the 1800s. Um, so I think one thing that we can pick up from this is that perhaps leprechaun society, just like human society, has changed over time. Uh-huh. Maybe their fashions have changed. Maybe they decided <laughs> to move away from the water. Maybe, you know, at at some point uh, they started... Uh, all becoming cobblers. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and part of the reasoning behind that, allegedly, is because they would uh, be running around so much and they'd be so active that they would wear out their own shoes. So oh. they learned to repair their shoes. And,
1: and so they uh, then they became cobblers for everyone because they, they were so good at it? Is that the...
0: And you don't hear too much about... Because they're different from like the sort of house fairies that you think of, of being like you know helping with chores or helping a cobbler get caught up with his work overnight but i yeah. think they might have that in their their lineage on the fairy side of the family as opposed to the evil spirit side of the family
1: yeah i agree i i, I i'm still picturing the red leprechaun and it's upsetting
0: yeah it's just it doesn't seem right does it
1: can you wh- what would he talk like
0: oh you were breaking up there what'd you say
1: what would he talk like, the red leprechaun?
0: Oh, uh So... you be wanting my silver, don't you?
1: That's what I'm into. Gimme give gimme give back my bronze.
0: <laughs> if you take just one platinum piece from me, I'll grant you one desire
1: Hands off me palladium.
0: I'm from Wales. <laughs> uh let's see so a lot of different stories would say that if you could uh get either wishes or uh their treasure from them if you captured them and now uh you might be wondering where do the leprechauns get their gold they've got it in gold coins in a cauldron a pot of gold as they say are there leprechauns out there minting coins? No. Can I That's make a correct. guess? You bet you can.
1: Grave robbing.
0: You guessed it. 100%. Uh, the gold, are you being uh, serious? The gold was said to come in the form of coins, uh, but according to none other than William Butler Yates, they are said to have stolen them during wartime. <gasps>
1: Shibble, I'm high, you're freaking me out, really? Yes, they are war profiteers. Oh my god, they're they're like the Swiss and the Nazis.
0: Except they're out actually robbing corpses, is my understanding, as opposed to just banking <laughs> for uh, war criminals. <laughs> oh
1: god, that's it's a little more stark when you think of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is more physically gross. The other one I'm going to say, banking for war criminals, probably more of a negative direct outcome.
1: I'd say you go to hell quicker for for the Swiss thing.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I'd much rather team up with somebody that was, you know, taking the wallet off of a corpse than someone that was helping pay for more corpses to be made. Yeah, Yeah. a red Um,
1: leprechaun I'd rather team up with any day. Yeah. (laughs) A red leprechaun.
0: (laughs) Now, uh, do you have any more Lucky Charms facts?
1: Uh, Yes. Um, Shibbly Wings presents Lucky Charms facts. Shibbly Winks presents Lucky Charms Facts. The first boxes of Lucky Charms had just four marshmallows, yellow moons, oh go ahead.
0: Let me get, yellow moons,
1: Yep. blue stars, no,
0: uh, pink hearts,
1: yes, clovers, green clovers, green clovers, purple horseshoes, nope, Mm. this one's tough,
0: orange star,
1: yes, orange star,
0: Orange star, baby. Yeah, you gotta go Whoa. back to the circus peanuts. Gotta have that orange in there.
1: Wow. Uh the pink heart is actually the only remaining original marshmallow. Really? I, no, those marshmallows are called marbits. Like that's the term. How
0: could you get rid of clovers? That seems like sort of the definitive one.
1: I that made no sense when I when I when I was cutting it and pasting that from the internet. Um, I, I didn't understand that. Like, I, I, I assumed they still had clovers.
0: I'm, I'm going to really quick just figure out what are, what's, what's the current
1: lineup? Um, I don't know, but uh, I can tell you. Go on, I'll look it up. Today's cereal has eight shapes you'll find. uh, And the first new marshmallow, the blue diamond was added in the mid seventies, uh, Mm. and replaced roughly 20 years later by the blue moon. Yeah, so, the Blue
0: Moon, I think, is a great one.
1: Yeah, I like the Blue Moon. And okay. those, that's your marshmallow fact. And do uh, you want me to continue to the next fact, or do you have uh, the lineup of Lucky Charms marshmallows? I think and so. And everyone, excuse my voice. I have not been well.
0: Uh, based on... I, I, I'm trying... We've got Magic Gems.
1: I love those. It's my they favorite. They
0: appear to be uh, white and filled with bits of marshmallow dust. From all the other colors. Uh, we've got pink hearts. We've got blue moons. We've got rainbows. We've got horseshoes. We've got green hats with the clover in them. That's what happened oh, with the clover. Oh, yeah. Uh, <coughs> we've got what appears to be orange shooting stars. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what it looks like. That's where we're at now. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, they should they, they gotta bring back the throwback.
1: I'd like if they went I mean that'd be so cool if they had like the like Lucky Charms classic.
0: Yeah. Much I'd better. buy that.
1: Yeah. 100%. With Waldo the Wizard.
0: Oh, especially if it had Waldo on there. You know you know I'm a Waldo man.
1: Shibble Dibble Delicious.
0: Iblede Dibble Delicious.
1: <laughs> um uh, you wanna know Lucky's uh full name? Yes, is it Lucky O'Charms? Charms? It's LC Leprechaun.
0: Lucky Charms Leprechaun? I'm guessing. That okay. I
1: mean, um not bad. He was also referred to as in the in the beginning, like right around his creation and his commercial debut in 1964. Uh, his creation it was uh in 63. Mm-hmm. He was referred to as Sir Charms.
0: So he would have been knighted.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was officially. Yeah, he. They had to have the the character knighted at that point. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, then that seems like a nice conciliatory measure between Queen Elizabeth and the IRA. <laughs> uh, let's build some bridges in the community. Let's knight LC Charm.
1: That is so offensive that they made him a, a they, they, they I wonder if that even crossed their minds.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's real. He's a real quizzling. <laughs>
1: Uh, and the actual, uh, Lucky Charms are much more attainable in serial form. Mm. Uh, they aren't lucky for nothing, Shibs. You have an estimated one in 10,000 chance of finding a four-leaf clover in real life.
0: Mm. I have one I keep in my wallet.
1: That's awesome. You found it yourself?
0: No. I I mean, I didn't find it in the wild. I found it in a drawer at work.
1: Well, that's... I mean, what are the chances of that? Less yeah, than finding the wallet. Probably, yeah, wild. even
0: slimmer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, mine now.
1: <laughs> I bet there's some guy having like the worst luck.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh man, where did I put that damn thing?
1: Oh god, I got this AIDS.
0: Yeah, and now look at my life.
1: Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I'm on a rocket ship to the moon. Well, you should be playing. Lo- I would have started playing the lottery when I found that. Uh, honestly, like once once a day, a dollar a day. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I definitely should be throwing $30 a month down the toilet.
1: <laughs> okay, I would have played just that day.
0: So, uh, you want to hear about some of the abilities that we've got of this uh, leprechaun?
1: Well, we know we have a fight night coming up, so I need some abilities.
0: Yeah, okay. So, we know that they've got sort of minor level magical powers sort of low-level level telekinesis, and they could do uh, magic on the level of what we like to call uh, cantrips. Explain uh, that. It's, like, basically magic that has, like, minor visual or uh, illusory effects. But like nothing, lightning bolts. Nothing that powerful. So you know, lightning like,
1: bolts that could zap you but not kill you.
0: Yeah, like, maybe they could give you a little shock you know, maybe they could, uh, you know, levitate a book across the room. You know, stuff on that level of magic. You
1: so it's for show.
0: Mostly for show, because they're known as being tricksters. And right. so they use it to sort of amplify their tricks. Right. Uh, they are also able to grant wishes in exchange for their pot of gold. If you find their pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, uh, if you return it to them, uh, they will grant wishes uh, in exchange. Uh, what if you wishes- want to
1: keep the gold?
0: If you want to keep the gold, they will hound you for it. Uh, They want that gold back pretty bad. They had to rob a lot of corpses. And (laughs) on top of that, there's the cauldron. Uh, So they're going to be wanting that gold back. So, yeah, if you you happen to find yourself at the end of the rainbow, take a look around for that gold. Now's your chance to get any wishes. What would your wish be? You have one wish.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking to the audience. It sounded so... You're like, and what would your wish be? And... What's your wish? What
0: would your
1: wish be? To live, right for- to live forever without a question.
0: That's a good one. But that is definitely one that he's going to fuck you up on.
1: I know, but I, I'm not going to give you're, you the wrong answer. Wanna, to live wanna. forever at the age and physicality of 25. All right. Have fun. Mental and physically.
0: All right, but you're also going to be trapped in a solid cement coffin.
1: Yeah, right, exactly, right. <laughs> Thank you, Wishmaster. You. Make your wish. Yeah,
0: you'll live forever as a painting.
1: <laughs> what was that? What's that guy, the painting? Guy, the guy in the painting? Dorian Gray. There you go.
0: Yeah, you'd be someone's Dorian Gray. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd like to be your Dorian Gray.
0: Fine, yeah. You as the painting, w- no, because no, cause the painting aged in that story, and you said specifically you wouldn't age.
1: Uh, wait, I have a question. If I, if I, pro- I probably am gonna die before you. Let's be honest. Um, can can you put a painting of me in your house? Yeah. We will you, will you promise that on the air right now that you will put a, in a prominent place. Yeah, I'll promise that. Thank you so much. I feel so much better about dying. Like I feel like a little bit better about dying. Honestly.
0: Good. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. I
1: will do the same for you. Go ahead.
0: Thank you. Uh, well, that sort of comes to the end of my leprechaun notes.
1: Well, they were uh, good. They were extensive, I think.
0: Well, I think certainly my story was extensive. My notes were a little thin.
1: No, uh, I think you could. I mean, I learned a lot. that the, Their relation to water, the working groups. I mean, a yep, lot of this stuff I didn't know. Red. Their illusory trickster magic. Yeah. The red stuff was the best. Are you kidding me?
0: The real question is, can they love? A werewolf ate my dad, but it's not so bad. It might sound crazy, but Can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? There's a full moon tonight. It's so romantic. This might sound crazy, but can it love?
1: Can it love? Oh, can they love? What do you think? What do you think? Um, uh, are there female leprechauns and male leprechauns? Well, I guess that doesn't matter.
0: Not that much.
1: Well, I, well, I guess I want to know if they can mate. Well, that comes in, can they fuck? Oh, that's right. Are you, this is can it love. I was doing can it fuck. Um. I think they're uh, too obsessive to understand love because love is selfless and they're obsessive about gold and shoes and that's their attachment to people and things is obsession. Even in the story with Tammy, it was an obsession. It wasn't real caring. I don't think they can love. I think they can be obsessed.
0: I think that's fair. Yeah. I think they're, they're too blinded by greed.
1: Right. Uh, Exactly. And that's, that fits right in. Exactly. Yeah, but can it fuck? Well, what's your first date with one?
0: Oh, my first date with a leprechaun? Ooh, let's go... Okay, I want You know what? We're going to do something good for everybody. We're going to go work at the soup kitchen together. Oh, that's sweet. I think we're both going to feel really good about ourselves when we're done, and we're, I'm going to help the leprechaun realize that there's more to it than just gold. There's the the... Golden feeling inside of you when you help your fellow man. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm sure he'll learn that.
0: Boy, that's I mean, if he doesn't, there's probably not gonna be a second date. What oh. about you?
1: Um, I would take him to Trump Tower because mm, all the
0: he, he would love the gold
1: there. That all the gold trim, the toilets, and um we could maybe set up a shoe shining thing in front of the building mm. so we could learn about rugged individualism at the same time and satisfy his foot fetish.
0: Yeah, everybody wins, and maybe you'd even meet the man himself.
1: Oh Christ. <laughs>
0: but can it fuck? That sounds crazy, but can it fuck?
1: Um, yes, it just looks lascivious.
0: Mm, I mean, I think, once again, you're thinking about the film level. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's a leprechaun, isn't it?
0: I, I feel like traditionally leprechauns are not as bloodthirsty or twisted in their visage as Warwick's Davis's Lubdon the Leprechaun.
1: And his what were the other ones? Uh
0: the other ones were uh Lemmy the Leprechaun <laughs> and WinkleShinks.
1: Right. Um For okay. fans
0: who have not listened to our Patreon, uh the three leprechaun films we've determined, uh, share no continuity with each other to the point where we're not even 100% sure that it's the same Leprechaun. (laughs) And only one film did the Leprechaun have a name and the other two just referred to as Leprechaun. So we gave names to the Leprechauns in the other ones.
1: (laughs) Um, Can it fuck? Um, I don't see any reason why it can't. I mean, it's just a small humanoid If I don't hear evidence that it can't fuck, I think it can.
0: I think the only reason why it would not be able to fuck would be because it was the uh, offspring of two different species being half evil spirit, half fairy. And just the same way that if you made it a lion with a tiger, that, uh, that offspring, that
1: liger, would not be able...
0: To bear fruit, it would be barren.
1: But maybe no, but maybe the leprechaun
0: can fuck and he's infertile.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying can it have kids.
0: But also, I don't. I don't know if it would uh, have the desire to. But it probably would. If nothing else, it would at least be curious.
1: Yeah, uh, they are. They are. Cur- they're curious little, and they're uh, mischievous.
0: It's true, and everybody likes a little element of mischief in the, the boudoir.
1: <laughs> In the you know what I mean?
0: Between the sheets.
1: That's right. <sighs> That's right, Chevel. <laughs>
0: so there you have it. It can fuck and it can't get you pregnant. <laughs> Perfect. So it's got that going for it.
1: It's fight night. Ding, ding, ding. Fight. All right, Chibi. Mm. Are you ready for (laughs) round one? Yeah, yeah. Who we got? Who we got for our first round against the Lep? The leprechaun versus prime seven foot one, three hundred and ten pound, twenty one year old Shaquille O'Neal. Well, as we all know,
0: reach is not an issue. So we're not gonna consider it. Not an issue. No, no. So that's not going to play to your advantage, Shaq. Don't get overconfident.
1: I, I'm not. I, I try to stay even keel.
0: Just because you could, uh, your arm is probably longer than a leprechaun is tall.
1: That That's not my arm. Are you sure? You, you, my arm's over here. Stop looking.
0: Well, that's not the story that I heard about you, Shaq.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, oh, so- yeah, that's right. I love that fact, too. That That made him even more likable and relatable.
0: Uh... Listeners, the story that I heard about Shaq was that, uh, you know, somebody was taking a leak in a public restroom. Shaq came in, went to go take a leak. And obviously, you can't help but sneak a peek if Shaq (laughs) is standing next to you taking a leak. I don't care who you are. And Shaq sees the guy, and I'm sure this happens to him on a regular basis. And Shaq laughs and says, I know. Big dude,
1: normal-sized dick. <laughs> what a hero.
0: Yeah. God God bless Shaq. Yeah, I'm going to say one Shaq is going to be able to grab the leprechaun, squish him up into a ball, and slam dunk him, breaking the backboard.
1: And, yeah, I I, th- I agree with you 100%. Uh, number two, round two, we have the leprechaun versus Chucky in a mm. sizable uh, urban co-op.
0: Well... We know the Leprechaun has evil powers. We know that Chucky also has some magic powers because Charles Lee Ray practiced voodoo in life before he transferred his soul.
1: He's vaguely supernatural.
0: Yes, but I feel like his main supernatural power is his ability to transfer his soul out of his body. I don't think he wants to transfer his soul into the Leprechaun's body.
1: Oh, that's the next movie.
0: I feel like that just would be... You know, it feels like a lateral move. Uh, so I'm gonna say, yeah, the leprechaun is just gonna have a couple more tricks. But once again, I don't want to get it confused with the movie leprechaun. I don't think that real world leprechauns have that same killer instinct. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one on Chucky.
1: Yeah, he is a killer.
0: Yeah, yeah, and leprechauns are more they're troublemakers, they're mischief guys.
1: Okay, we have the leprechaun. Well, I should say a leprechaun. Hmm. Versus five Spartans forming a wall with their shields.
0: All right. So the Spartans are already in a defensive posture.
1: Well, they have their spears also.
0: Yes. But the, it it's sort of inherently reactive, this tactic. Right. And that's going to give the leprechaun an opportunity to work out some tricks. Perhaps an illusion of a sexy lady Spartan. <laughs> causing Spartan. our boys... To fight amongst themselves. Or I guess if the story for Spartans true, a sexy child. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I'm gonna put this one on, on a leprechaun.
1: Oh my god, I can't believe you took that shot at Sparta. Um,
0: well <laughs> if they wanna come for me, good luck coming back from the grave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what's next? You can take a shot at Latin? Um Number round four, we have a a leprechaun versus ex-NFL punter Brian Mormon with a five-step run-up start.
0: Oof. All right. Let's say
1: a leprechaun's about two feet tall. Right. How long is a football? Um, that's, I would say about 10 inches. Okay. Boy, is he wearing his cleats? Yes.
0: Oof. He is going to drive those straight into the leprechaun's chest.
1: Oh, God. I didn't even think about that.
0: They are going to. uh, Yeah, he's going to be basically a smear. Uh, Yeah, I'm (laughs) going to put this one on the kicker.
1: Brian Mormon wins.
0: You know, the only time that I uh, played fantasy football, my strategy was because I didn't know how it worked. So it's just like, I'm going to just recruit all the kickers. Oh, all the no. Best
1: kickers.
0: <laughs> and all I did was make everyone else's team weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't realize
0: like, you had to sort of field a team. So it's just like, I bet these kickers are going to do pretty good work. Like, kickers seem to reliably perform under pressure. They have one job and they go and they do it. And it seems to be more extraordinary when a kicker doesn't do what they're supposed to do than when they do. So I was like, yeah, if I just get a bunch of kickers, they'll go out there and they'll get their couple points. And every week I'll wind up somewhere in the middle.
1: That's but logical. Out,
0: yeah. But it turns out that's not how fantasy football works. Right. So yeah. I, my strategy did not work. And the Connecticut kisses lost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we still have Yukon. Um, A Leprechaun versus Harry Potter without his wand. Mm. Well, I'm going to put this one on the Leprechaun. What? Really?
0: Yeah, uh, because uh, Harry Potter is, uh, you know, just a tiny child, easily (laughs) fooled.
1: Uh, I think he's 20 by the last movie.
0: Well, I'm imagining him before he's gotten a magic wand. So this is, he's barely doesn't even know that he's a wizard at this point.
1: Oh, okay. Fair so, enough. yeah,
0: he's, you know, currently being kept uh, in a closet underneath a staircase by <laughs> his uh, horrible relatives. Uh, and, yeah, the leprechaun is going to be like, hey, what, what, You want to wish that I kill your relatives? And Harry Potter's <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And then the leprechaun's like, well, you're your own relative. And you're all English, and I hate you. And, uh, yeah, they all... Uh, uh, slit their own throats.
1: A leprechaun versus a 12-year-old psychopath with ODD, and you don't know where he is.
0: Oh, geez, I don't know where this 12-year-old is. Nope. Yeah, boy, they can sneak up on you, but...
1: There's something wrong with Kevin.
0: I, you know what? The leprechaun, he's got some... I feel like a 12-year-old is very susceptible to tricks. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like the predictability of Have you ever tricked a 12-year-old? Uh, probably. <laughs> I, I haven't interacted with much
1: children, I'll be honest.
0: I'm going to put this one on the leprechaun.
1: All right. Um, Number seven. Uh, we have the leprechaun. A leprechaun versus John Voight in character riding the anaconda.
0: All right. So, leprechaun. <laughs> you
1: come to the jungle-
0: you challenge me, have my hana Honda I'm gonna have my snake wrap around you in its coils, hold you title and your true love, before the power of the embrace causes your veins to explode. I'm going to put this one on Void and the Anaconda.
1: Correct. Um, Last but not least, we have a leprechaun versus the refrigerator from Attack of the Killer Refrigerator.
0: Ooh. I'm going to say a refrigerator could easily capture a leprechaun. Really? And I'm going to say, well, (laughs) having not seen Attack of the Killer Refrigerator.
1: Oh, I can't believe you haven't. Really?
0: Yeah. Well, you know.
1: You're the one who usually tells me to watch the weird movies.
0: I'll I'll see, I'll keep an eye out for it. All right, but uh, I think also, because of the ferrous metal that goes into refrigerator construction, <laughs> uh, that's why they're magnetic. Uh, that will meet the qualities for cold iron that the fairies are <gasps> notoriously weak against. Genius, He will not be able to escape the inside of that refrigerator. And once you're inside the refrigerator, the killer refrigerator, the game is over.
1: And that was fight night. Well done, Shibby.
0: Wow, what a fight. Wow, great suggestions this week. Thank you. So, do you have any more... Shibby Winks presents...
1: Lucky Charms Facts. Do you know in the movie The Leprechaun, Lucky Charms cereal got dissed twice?
0: Yeah, I mean, that. it seems like low-hanging fruit. And that was what Leprechaun specialized in.
1: But you know why? Why? Uh, they were digs at General Mills because the company gave permission for the movie to use the cereal, but then backed out when it saw the scene in question. Ah, weak. Yeah, so I mean, they they were going to use actual Lucky Charms, but because they had to use that knockoff, they added those lines. Yeah, fuck them. Um, Britain wasn't ready to ride the rainbow. Uh, mm. Lucky Charms made it made its way to the UK grocery chain Tesco in 2013. But outraged parents complained that their very giddy children uh, were going nuts. And it trended in the Daily Mail and they took it off the shelves.
0: I don't like how it glamorizes the Irish.
1: <laughs> I don't either. Uh in 2022 there was a uh, a little British Lucky Charms scandal. Mhm. A health warning was shared after thousands of people in the UK became ill from eating cereal. Uh it related to Lucky Charms. The Times uh New York Times reports that the um that 3000 people reported severe illness after eating Lucky Charms on iwaspoison.com. Mm.
0: When was that?
1: 2000 22, in Britain. okay, recently. Yeah, but in Britain, so it was uh, regional.
0: Boy, it seems like Tesco was right then to try and get those Lucky Charms out of there.
1: Yeah, that was in 2013, so they could have enjoyed it for all those years.
0: It's true, it's true. That's a great, solid nine-year run of eating (laughs) delicious Lucky Charms.
1: You know, you want to hear my, well, I'll add a fact, the 10th fact. I love Lucky Charms. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, do you know it makes your uh, fecal matter green?
0: Uh, I think that actually is a bacterial infection from what I've read about green poop.
1: No, it only happens when I eat Lucky Charms.
0: Well, that might be because, well, who knows. That might be something worth talking to a doctor about.
1: But it only happens when I eat Lucky Charms.
0: I've eaten Lucky Charms in my life, and that has never happened to me.
1: Oh, no. Wait, what? I've talked to other people who it's happened to.
0: All right, maybe I'm wrong.
1: I hope so, for my health's sake. Uh, and those were facts.
0: Boy, this whole poop situation, it must have you quaking in your boots.:
1: I am frightened,. I mean, I knew a little bit about leprechauns, but now mm. I know a lot. I don't want to be visited by one looking for their gold. It's frightening me. I need to know something so just so I can sleep tonight. Is it real? Is real? Bavaka Bavakasha. Hey. Hey. Well,
0: I didn't find any solid proof of the existence of leprechauns.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm surprised.
0: Now that said, these stories of leprechauns, as we can see, go back two thousand years, back to the reign of King Fergus MacLetty. <laughs> So you gotta think for a story to have that kind of staying power.
1: It's as real as kind of, Jesus.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. It's as it's as real as anything else, obviously. So we're gonna have to put a big question mark on the board next to leprechauns. Could be
1: I Might listen, not. I can't I can't refute that. I mean, it it certainly could be real, scary as it may be.
0: Oh my god, and is that the red light from Uncle Monster?
1: I see the glare, it is! Uncle Monster, how are you? Hey guys, uh, welcome to season four! Oh thank you, Uncle Monster, how are you? Man, I'm good! Well, how are te- you? I'm doing real well. No, I,
0: you, I You always ask me, I never ask you.
1: I know, how that's you? you're self-centered, but you're a monster, so it's okay um i I want to know something i I love this show so much I, I I get depressed in between episodes. Do you have any movie suggestions for me for this week?
0: boy, I would love to watch uh, uh leprechaun mating season <laughs>
1: Is that a film?
0: It's a film in my mind's eye the way that it was described it's like I could see it I thought
1: it was I thought it was brilliant to tell you the truth Uncle monster.
0: But what about Uncle Monster 2? Hi, Uncle
1: Monster and Shibble!
0: Hey, Uncle Monster 2! It's Uncle Monster's brother that steals his act!
1: Yeah, I license it and take it around to all the clubs!
0: You're right, license, my mistake.
1: Yeah, I don't steal his act, what are you, nuts?
0: No, no, you pay a fee for this.
1: Yeah, it's a little brotherly business.
0: So do you have any movie recommendations?
1: Well, if you're not into leprechauns or little people... But you are into PBS and the life and career of politician Huey Long. Watch Ken Birds' Huey Long.
0: Okay. If you guys are out there into Huey Long, watch Huey Long.
1: That's right. And thank you guys so much for joining us for the season premiere.
0: And thank you for uh, liking and subscribing and and telling your friends about us and leaving comments, all those things that help get the word out. We really appreciate it. And if you want to find more about us, you can find us on our social media platforms. Ethan, what are those?
1: They are Uncle Monster Six on Instagram, hmm. Uncle Monster Podcast on Twitter, and hmm. Uncle Monster Six on Patreon if you want to be real crazy and get wild with us.
0: Yeah, for just five bucks a month, you get early access to our episodes and our complete series of bonus episodes, including our ongoing coverage of the complete Leprechaun franchise.
1: Spoiler, the coverage is great. The movies are not.
0: So I guess all that's left to say is thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, don't Don't get get spooked. spooked.